Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hello and welcome to the Truth From The Stand Deer Hunting Podcast. I'm your host, Clint Campbell, and you're listening to episode number 90, brought to you by Wicked Tree Gear. Today is part four of the DIY Report Daily Rut Log. So stay tuned. All right, folks, welcome back to another episode of the Truth from the Stand Deer Hunting Podcast. This is the Daily Rut Log, day number five here in Ohio Rut Camp with one Chad Sylvester. What's going on, man? Oh, not too much, homie. What do you say? I say I had a pretty decent morning, at least. Uh, I could have done without the rain, but it wasn't too bad. It led up just in time to get into the timber, so that was good. It did. It did. It it played on... In my head, it played out better than it actually did, but that's yeah. usually the case. Yeah, exactly. I uh, so I guess I'll give my update first here, real quick, and then we'll and then we'll and then we'll see what uh, see if those boots were made for walking for you. So, <laughs> so, uh, like I mentioned, there was a little bit of rain this morning, uh, but it was nice because you know, got into the got in there yesterday or last evening and had to check a camera. Did you know? Of course, put a little bit of scent down because of you know walking around just a little bit to to do the things I needed to do and get a stand set and stuff like that. And so the rain actually was a little bit uh, of a help in in that regard, where I was able to kind of wash out you know anything that I might have left behind while I, while I was in there. So and the rain was stopping right around seven o'clock, and when we got up. You know, it started tapering off and just started becoming like a more of a misty type of rain. It's more of annoying than it is a soaker. Got into the stand, got all set up. Uh, actually pulled off my rain gear and just kind of settled into it for a you know a full day set. And I think daylight was right around 7.40, 7.45, something like that today. And uh, wouldn't you know, uh, a buck sneaks in on me at 7.45 at five yards never heard him come in 
all I could see was just his, it was like the one side of his rack. So I grabbed my bow, drew back because in this spot, you know, that I've mentioned in the past, it's pretty, pretty tight quarters. Um, and I really only had two shooting lanes that were going to be an option for him. And one, he was definitely going to go through the other one. He may or may not make it to just depending on which way he breaks once he kind of crosses a little bit of brush. So if I were going to have a shot opportunity, I needed to draw and kind of be ready. So I drew was ready. He popped out into the shooting lane and I was able to get a better look to see who he was. And he was not one of the, um, I guess what I'll say is one of the quote unquote, he was a shooter, but he's not necessarily the one I was looking for. Um, so I had to hold full draw for a lot longer than I wanted to, because then I didn't have any more breakup between he and I and had to wait till he kind of turned his rear end toward me until I could, uh, till I could bring my bow down. And then, uh, a couple does popped into that doe bedding area that's right below me, which is a good sign that they're continuing to use that. And that was what he was, I heard them come in early in the morning and, I, and that was what he was sneaking in for. He was making a sneak to try to check that doe bedding area. He looked a little timid, like he was afraid that he might run into someone that might whoop his ass. Um, which I think is a good sign for me is that he was uh, that he recognizes he's not the main the main guy on campus. So um, hopefully the main guy on campus shows up tomorrow. Yeah, right on, man. Yeah, so right that on. was my update. The rest of the day That's was a just fast start. It was a fast start, man. So fast start with like the trail camera data, you know, pull, pulling yeah, those yeah. cameras and then having good bucks on that. And then this morning have that guy. This play this spot typically the mornings are good. Typically mm-hmm. you get some activity just about every set i've ever had there i've had activity in the morning so we talked a little bit last night a little bit this morning about stand access as far as time duration of getting set up and prepped ready to go before shooting hours how long were you in the stand like was it like <laughs> 7 40 you just sat down and then those deer came in or was it you no were i was pro- i was probably in the stand for probably an hour and a half I think. Jeez, oh man. Yeah, I was probably, yeah, I mean, even though daylight broke at 7.45, technically, I mean, you could see a little bit before that, you know, but shooting light was really around 7.40, You know, because I had everything kind of preset, all I had to do was, like, kind of walk up, walk in, get get in the stand. And I typically like to get in early. I know you were busting busting me last night because of how how early (laughs) I like to get into the stand. There's some days where I'll get in two hours early, you know, and just have a nice dark sit now it's weird because i'll sometimes get like the washy head in the dark when i can't see and i don't have like any orientation like as to like yeah. where i'm at or anything like that so sometimes i just like kind of close my eyes and wait for daylight because otherwise it starts to like mess with my head i feel like i'm getting vertigo <laughs> <laughs> so it's a so it's a little bit i'm damned if i do damned if i don't i do like to get in early because i like to let everything settle down and settle in um but it also makes for a lot longer day on the stand and this morning it was not was not friendly with it being you know rainy and it was also yeah it was cold today was a cold and windy which didn't help any but so how was your set man um a couple different sets actually um so i hunted that set that i hung last night hunted that this morning um wasn't much happening i went in there and pulled that card i hung a camera over a scrape went in and pulled that card there were some deer coming in um no shooter bucks a couple does um a handful other other young bucks and what everything I could gather from what I could see reading the sign in the area is that was really the end of that movement, like I had said earlier. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, with those those deer coming out to feed, making that um, the end of the movement, and then working back to bed. So I tore down about 11, 11.30, mm-hmm. and uh, 
I put some miles on today. Man. You, you, you walk more than anybody I hunt with. I tell you that. I wore holes in rubber boots today. Yeah. Brand new rubber boots. They have holes in them now. Um, <laughs> and you have wet feet more often than anybody I know. Dude, I don't too. stop, man. <laughs> I don't stop till it's a spot. Yeah. I, I like also that you, you, you like to leave things in the woods. Yes, like I'll get to that later. Cameras. I'll get to that later. <laughs> so, put on about, didn't walk a ton, put on about three miles with a stand and a pack and stuff on my back, which can be tough in hill country, but um, followed a transition line that bordered some topography and then also a uh, about a 70 or 80 acre cornfield. The further I went, the better it looked. Um, found some really good rubs and came to an area where there were four or five trails coming uh kind of at a trailhead mm -hmm. into a creek crossing there's a deep ditch that um borders that cornfield on the east side so with the west wind there's only so many access points or uh trails those deer can use to get in that in and out of that cornfield so that's where i set up um got in there about four o'clock nice evening sit saw one doe right at dark um but then to your point about leaving things in the woods, as I was setting up, I'm doing a little bit of self-filming, and uh, I was reaching in my in my pack, trying to get my, I used a GoPro for a second uh, POV, and uh, realized that I had left my GoPro on that other set that I sat <laughs> this morning. So, I'm going to take four sticks in, probably tomorrow, or some point this week, <laughs> right? <laughs> to pull that thing out of there. Well, it's funny because I, when we were hunting last year, you hung multiple stands. And so I asked you, you know, <laughs> when we were driving here and we were talking, and I was like, hey, did you happen to pull all your stands from that piece of public we hunted last year in Southern Ohio? You're like, nah, man, there's still <laughs> one, one <laughs> stand I left down there in the woods. It's still there. One stand and two sections of sticks or yeah. bladders, I guess. And how many bladders. cameras are still down there? Oh, we run cameras all year. Yeah. There's probably 20 some cameras there. Yeah. Those, those, will, those will stay put. <laughs> those will stay, stay put for, yeah. when, for when we go back and, yeah. and tackle yeah. that again. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. So what's the plan for tomorrow, man? Uh, all day, dark to dark sit on that set that I hung. Um, that, that's it, man. I, cool. I, it looks promising. I have conviction in it. So cool. see what it does. You're going to give it hell. Yes, sir. All right. Back I'm going to make lunch. Yeah, make sure you pack a good lunch this time. Yeah, so you have enough so you're not hungry. Um, my plan is to get back in that same stand because I know it's gonna. I know there's going to be deer there. Um, there has been, you know, every year that either myself or my buddy Tate, who you guys might hear from tomorrow, he's here looking on as we're recording. He's kind of, he's he's a voyeur this evening. <laughs> he's practicing his voyeurism. Voyeurism. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to be back in that set tomorrow. Um, you know, it's, I'm hoping, hoping one of the big boys cruise by it's, there's no reason not to, for them to come by at some point, yep. um, with the, with the does that are in there and, um, the weather seems to be good this week. I think we're gonna have one day of bad weather. I think on Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, it's, it's going to be really rainy. Tuesday's rainy, but it'll be interesting. You know, I was actually looking at the weather for that day, figuring out like what the plan might be, you know, projecting kind of too far in advance, but it's supposed to let up around noon. I was like, well, that's a good day to kind of like recharge your battery. Cause you always have to have one of those days in like a camp, you know, and, and in our camp is like a week long, but it's like, I also started right last yeah. week. You yeah. know what I mean? So this is going to be two weeks, yeah. you know, straight for me. And it's like, that would be a nice break to like 
sleep in, mentally recharge, mentally recharge, get like a normal good breakfast, and then get into the timber right after the rain stops. You know, yeah. or get in the timber while it's still raining. That way, you're in when it stops because that's when the deer Catch are probably going to start moving yeah. right after that. And hopefully, that time will also be scrape refreshing time and so they, they should be on the move at that point and then at the end of the week's weather looks really good right. the temps are starting to dip even yeah. looks like maybe a little snow on sunday or saturday rather that would be beautiful you know yeah to the point with scrapes and rain that was that was kind of my my hope when i hung that set last night and hunted it this morning hoping that you know it was i don't know 20 yards um downwind of that scrape that was hit yesterday as i you know as we right. talked last night or in the earlier episode it was fresh so i was I had hopes that that would come back into play, but nothing during daylight. So. It's always interesting because it's like, how how often are they cycling through their scrapes? You well, know what I mean? It's like, because it's like he could have freshened it up that night or yesterday. Right. You know? And then his cycle might not bring him back right. for like three days or whatever. John and I were talking about that at one point because he has a buck that's on a scrape pattern in Iowa yep. where he's getting them like every third day yep. at this specific yep. scrape coming through or whatever it was. That is the power of trail cameras. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. Annual rut data. That's yeah. powerful stuff. And we just didn't have any in this particular spot. That's a brand new. I mean, brand it's a brand new. That's new, what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a brand new. Yesterday was the so. first time I had boots on the ground. That, I mean, we had looked at some topography yeah. features, um, you know, on Onyx, but boots yeah. on the ground, that was the first. Yeah. And this is the first year we had trail cameras up in the, the spot that I'm hunting, too. Yeah. Yeah. So this is all kind of new. We'll be smarter. The more often we do this at this spot, particularly, we'll be smarter just because this is to be, you know, now that we're actually getting some additional intel other than what we're seeing while we're there. Absolutely. You know, which is, you know, nice to have that piece yeah. of information. But so I think that's a wrap for this episode. And I uh, hope y'all are digging the, the rut log. It's kind of like a Yule log, but during November, during the <laughs> rut instead of Christmas. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. It was tomorrow. a bad joke. It was a bad joke. We're out. <laughs> All right, folks, that is a wrap for today's show. We'd like to thank all of you for listening. And if you haven't yet, please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating. Also, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We'd be super appreciative if you'd be able to do those two things for us. And before we shut this thing down, I need to give a big shout-out to our partners that continue to help us make this podcast possible. Wicked Tree Gear, Exodus Outdoor Gear, Trophy Ridge, Ozonics, Obsession Bows, Tecamani Seed, Glacier Coolers, Ramcat Broadheads, Trophy Taker Rests, and Dead Downwind. And until next time, we'll see y'all. November's on my heels. Makes me proud. Makes me steal. I could show you through the door. If it's all, it takes a special knowing to colorful. Damaged heads, broken letters. Nationalize yourself in numbers, but I gotta get away from
All right, gang, the new Truth merch is in stock at truthfromthestand.com and on YouTube below any of the Truth From The Stand videos. I've got some new hats, beanies, t-shirts, long-sleeve t-shirts, and sweatshirts. There's even a new do-hard-shit hat for those of us who like to embrace micro-dosing adversity. So head to truthfromthestand.com and check out the new gear and use the code TRUTH, T-R-U-T-H, and save yourself some cash on the new gear.